0: Are you struggling with that tension of wanting to promote your online courses or membership sites to your audience, but you don't wanna be sleazy or salesy or icky, always promoting all the time? Well, today I wanna share with you my framework for selling all the time without burning out your audience. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 48 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live, and give more to the things and people you care about. I'm your host, Graham Cochran, pumped to hang out with you today for another episode of the show. Hope you're having a great start to your day or end to your day whenever you're listening to this. Uh, We're gonna talk about selling and how to best sell your online courses and memberships to your audience without burning them out. Uh, But before we jump in, I want to point you to my passive income workshop. I've had thousands of people go through this workshop. It's absolutely free. Uh, If you want to better understand the role of passive income in your business, but more importantly than that, the how. How does passive income actually work? Like, how do you set up your business in such a way that you can be making money even when you're not working? And consistently, how does that all work? Well, I talk about it a lot on the show, but I put together a while back an entire workshop that goes through in depth the four key components to building passive income, what tools and strategies to use, templates you can kind of copy and build your uh, business off of, And show you how to do all of this with the express purpose. And we break down the math in this workshop of how you can create your first $1,000 a month of recurring dependable passive income, even if you only have just 30 minutes a day to work on it. That's not a typo. That's not a misspeak. That is the point and the aim of the workshop. So I break it all down for you for free. Uh, Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Pretty straightforward. Links below if you're watching on YouTube, but if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show, just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop, open it up in a browser, and uh, come back here. So today we're going to talk about selling, and um, if you've ever had any experience with sales you're either like really good at sales and like you gravitate towards sales. Like a lot of my friends are salesmen and saleswomen for a living, whether they sell medical sales supply, you know, medical supplies, or uh, they sell insurance or investment products, or they sell cars, right? There's, I have friends that sell all those things and they're just good at it. They're, they're really good relationally and they're in person and they're selling and and they are rewarded and they do a good job. And and I, I always envied people like that because I thought, uh, if you were good at sales and you liked the hunt and you liked the relationship building aspect of it, once you got past the beginning stages, maybe the first year even of building up your book of business, you could really settle into a rhythm where you almost dictate your own schedule. You have really chill flexibility and chill hours as long as you're getting the sales and you have uncapped, unlimited income potential. So as someone in the corporate world, uh, years ago, I used to look at salesmen and, and saleswomen that I knew and liked and trusted and respected and envied them. I was like, man, I would love to be good at sales. But a lot of us don't go into sales because we feel icky about selling. I think there's something inherently scary about selling, part, partly because you, you can be rejected, right? You can make the offer and you can point out to people how great the product or the service is, and they can say no. And it's just kind of awkward. I think we, we are a generation, especially that are so used to having a screen between us and another person that we're not even really good in person in general. Like we are hard at, at making eye contact. We don't know how to like shake hands. Like, have you noticed this is a total random side tangent, but a lot of people suck at shaking hands. Like they, they just kind of like have this limp handshake or they look away when they shake hands or like people struggle in social interactions. I think because we're almost a generation of digital where we're, we're better at, you know, emailing somebody or just DMing them or Facebook messaging them. Like it's safer. So when you get in front of people, like a lot of us like clam up and we freeze up. So I don't know, that's maybe we have a problem in general. So the idea of interacting with humans in person and trying to sell them something, especially if it's something expensive, well, that's just, that's frightening, right? I, I sold uh, radio advertising uh, advertisements for a local rock and country radio station in Harrisonburg, Virginia years ago. And when I say I sold advertisements, I really sucked at that. Um, I tried to sell, I should have say. I sold a few accounts, but I was not good at driving around town, going into the mom and pop stores, making the case for why radio advertising was good for them, partly because I don't know if it's the best thing to be selling. A little hard to convince these days, especially this was over a decade ago. Um, but I just was insecure and it was awkward and just felt icky. Like I just didn't want to sell, didn't want to sell to people. So maybe you have some experience in sell, sales and selling and you're just like, uh and you're carrying that into your business? Because if you have a business, you know you have to sell, right? And that might be the part of your business that you like the least. You know, like, I'm a digital product guy. I'm an information product guy. Uh, I'm in in some groups. I love Kajabi. That's the tool that I use to, to run both of my businesses. And there's a few groups that I'm a part of, um, and, and people interact with that use Kajabi. And it's funny to see a lot of people love the building of courses and the landing pages and the designing of lead magnets and writing sales copy. And they they like all the stuff, but when it comes to actually like offering something to someone and saying, launching your product or promoting to their list or the actual selling, like no one really wants to talk about that. There are some people that are really excited about that, but a lot of people like the building of the thing and the idea of getting passive income and the idea of working from home or working for themselves, but when it comes to selling, that's the part we we like the least, many of us. Um, and then there's this other layer to it, especially in the information product space, this digital marketing space where we are selling online courses and memberships where we are now at a period in history where this is becoming so much more commonplace that there are so many more people selling and so many more people launching products and courses and so many more people advertising in your Facebook and Instagram feed for their course um, that we are getting sick of being sold to. We are on other people's email lists that are constantly selling. And you know the ones I'm talking about, right? Whether you like them or not, or they're good or not, they are always always pitching something to you. And you feel like every time you open an email from this person or this company, that all they want to do is sell something to you. Now, some brands are generally that, they're just retail. And that's all they do, they just sell. But I'm talking about the information product people, the people that have a blog or have a YouTube channel or have a podcast, but if you're on their email list or even on their podcast or their channel, all it seems like they're doing is selling you product. And how does that feel? It kind of feels icky. It kind of feels like like suffocating. It's like, bro, just slow your roll. Like Chica, just calm down. Like you don't have to push your stuff all the time. I actually own some of your stuff or like your stuff, but it's, it smells a little desperate. Have you experienced that before? If so, there is a, a possibility that you are internalizing that, and you don't want to become that to your own audience, right? You just naturally don't want to be that person. You see it in someone else, and you're like, oh, I don't like it. Personally, I definitely don't want to smell like that or seem like that or look like that or come across like that to my audience, and I'm really afraid of what people will think of me if I'm pitching all the time, and there's some healthy stuff in there, and there's a lot of unhealthy stuff. And a lot of that's just insecurity, fear of man. And, and part of that, we just need to like pull up our big boy and big girl pants and get over it and sell. And I'm going to share with you how to sell in a minute. But there is some legitimate fear of like, I don't want to be that brand that's constantly pushing and promoting their stuff. I want to be a brand and a resource online and, and a personality, let's say, if you are the face of your brand that is loved and liked, um, that is shared, that um is indispensable to my audience with my audience loves my stuff, but I also need to sell stuff. And I don't want to be afraid or ashamed of selling. So Graham, what's the balance? What's the tension there? Right. And I know this tension because I, I've been doing this for 10 years, over 10 years now in two different brands, selling product. That's how I make a living. Um, Selling courses, selling memberships, selling coaching. And I have people that still to this day, and I feel like I have a very, very balanced approach to selling, which I'm about to share with you. I still to this day have a few people that just cannot stand the idea of me offering them something that's paid. And so I have to get this out of the way at the beginning that there are always gonna be some people that are just irritated with the fact that you send them an email mentioning your new course or that you're opening up your course or your membership. I still, to this day, will have some people drop f bombs. Stop effing selling to me, you sleaze bag! There is nothing you can do about those idiots that are irritated that you're offering something that costs money. This should be free. They're probably the same people that want their student loans forgiven and all all their health care paid for and and their cars paid for and everything paid for by their government. Sorry, I had to slip that in there. But there's some entitlement, especially online when it comes to information. And you're never going to be able to stop some of those people from being irritated that you ever, ever, ever offer something that's paid. So there's nothing you can do about those people. So there's going to be a small, 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 small percentage. Very small. But they will always be there no matter what you do. Um, What I wanted to do in this episode was just be really practical and walk you through my framework for selling, because I'm selling all the time, making money all the time, every day, but I don't think I burn out my lists at all. In fact, my framework, I think, is so finely tuned that there is a good portion of people that don't even know that I sell stuff, which... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's probably a bad thing, which probably means I'm a bad marketer. If <laughs> People are like, I didn't even know you had stuff for sale. Like I literally will have people email me after a video or miniseries or something that I did and say, gosh, this is such helpful information. Thank you so much for putting this out for free. I hope one day you make some money off of this. I hope this comes back to you. <laughs> and so I both like love that and also then go, am I am I not really good at selling stuff that they have no idea that I have something for sale? So maybe I could do a better job, but I feel like I have found a balance that works for me. I've been doing it for 10 years with the Recording Revolution. I'm doing it for this brand with Graham Cochran. I, I personally like where I'm at with this. So let me walk you through this framework. The first thing I got to say is you don't sell publicly. You just don't. You don't need to. You You shouldn't. That might just be like, what to you? If you are in the information product space, which I assume you are if you're following me, where we are selling online courses or memberships or coaching, the goal is not to sell to the public. I don't know if you know that. Like, you shouldn't really be promoting your products on Instagram. You shouldn't really be selling your courses on YouTube. That's not what people want there. That's not why they come to you there. They come to you there to learn from you, to have a voyeuristic look into your life or your brain space, the way you think. They come for free, right? YouTube is the land of free. Instagram is free. Facebook is free to the consumer, they're not coming there to be pitched stuff. That's one reason why Facebook ads and Instagram ads, although they can work, they smell of like, oh, they're trying to sell me something. I'm not here to be sold to because you're generally not. So the first thing I would say is don't sell publicly. If you don't sell publicly, you're not gonna irritate all your public fans because you're not selling to them. There's no way to burn out your YouTube list if you don't sell to your YouTube list. There's no way to burn out your Instagram following if you're not selling to them. Well, Graham, how do you sell your stuff and who are you selling to? You, You sell privately, okay? That's what you do. You sell to the people who are on your email list. There's a curtain, so there's the public, and you're sharing and teaching and you're being generous and you're committing to evergreen content. That is how you get discovered. That is how you build the no like, and trust factor. That is how you even get people results for free so they realize, oh my goodness, this person's incredible. I'm so glad I found her stuff. I love it. But there's another side of the curtain, which is when you're emailing to your list, that's who you sell to. Because A, it's not public. B, anyone who's on your list is already a warm lead. They're not the general public. They're not even your casual follower. They are a curated warm lead. So they're statistically more likely to convert. They're the best people to sell to. So that's who you sell to. Okay. Oh, Um, so what does that look like then, Graham? How do I get people on my email list? And how and when and how often do I sell to them? Well, let me give you the framework it starts always with your free content. So always be giving free content away to the world. And in your free content, you always want to offer something. So offering is something you should always be doing. One of my friends, Rob Booker, who's a brilliant, uh, just a brilliant marketer, just great at what he does. He sells uh, information products for the financial markets. But I'm on his newsletter and he sent out a newsletter, would have been January's, I think I got it in February. um, And he was talking about always be offering something, never not offer something. And he's right, anytime you've got an opportunity to speak into someone's life, piece of content like this, right, a podcast, a video, You speak into their life. You're teaching teaching them for free. You're giving them something for free. You don't just ever walk away after the free thing is over. You always offer something. The difference, though, is that we're not offering something that's paid. We want to offer something else that's free, okay? We want to offer people an incredible resource that's downloadable, accessible, that's private, that's super valuable, that we're not even going to charge them for. Not a tripwire product, not a $5 thing, not a, I'll send you my book for free if you cover the shipping, not even that. Just completely unadulterated free content. This could be a checklist, this could be a cheat sheet, this could be a guide, this could be, hey, my workshop that I just promoted at the beginning of this episode, right? I'm offering that to you. I'm telling you to go get it, but it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. To get that though, people have to join your email list. They have to give you an email address to get access to it. Now, of course, they can always unsubscribe, right? Always. You, you, this, that's the beautiful thing about internet businesses and online marketing is that it's always in the consumer's hand. It's always in the customer's hand. They have the control. You are never manipulating or forcing or coercing anybody. They can leave at any point if you're not delivering value. They can jet if they don't want to be paid or pitched anything. They can do whatever they want. So you never have to feel bad about that. You offer the free thing. They opt in for it with their email address. And now they're on your list. And this is where the selling begins. Your job, if you have any form of online course, is to create a simple, email funnel for your new subscribers, okay? This is a simple pre-written sequence of emails. It can be as short as three days, and it can be as long as 30 days or longer. I've done even up to 45 days. It just depends on how much product you have and how many ideas you have, but these people joined your list because they liked a piece of content of yours, they wanted the, the exclusive free thing they had to download by giving you their email address, They really like you now. They are a curated, warm lead. So then you usher them into this automated email sequence and you pitch something, okay? Remember, everyone who's going through this sequence has already consumed, for a fact, at least two pieces of content from you. Wherever they found you, the video, the article, the podcast they found you on, and then they've consumed the free lead magnet or guide that you offered them. So you know that those are the two things they've consumed. They've interacted with those two pieces of content or at least wanted those two pieces of content. So they've had two tastes of what you have to offer for free. You've already primed them. You've already warmed them up a little bit. Okay? So then you transition them into a series of emails that leads right into a sales pitch. Okay? Okay? If you just a little plug for you, if you want to know specifically what that series of emails could look like or should look like, go watch my workshop. I'll give you the link again, grahamcochran.com slash workshop. In that workshop, I share with you a series of emails that I have used that have made me hundreds of thousands of dollars that you can basically template off of and build for your sequence. It works great. The idea is that the people who've just found you, the people who have just discovered your piece of content, have just opted in for the next awesome free piece of content, your free guide or cheat sheet or checklist or workshop or whatever you're offering, they're the people most likely to buy from you. Not even the, the people on your list already. The people that just found you are statistically the most likely to buy from you. And you would think that wouldn't be the case. Like the old thought was you gotta really create a long relationship with these people, and you gotta have days and weeks of building this connection to then have the right to sell to them. And I think that thinking is misguided and broken. I have been experimenting over the years with shortening my uh, my timetable, my window of relationship with new people, um, shortening that between when they find me and when I pitch to them. You know, it used to be a few weeks, then it used to be a week, then it used to be three days. The shorter you get it, the better because people want your best stuff. They just found you, they want your best stuff. If your content's good and you lead with content, which is what you should do, instead of leading with products or leading with ads, if you lead with content, that gives you an opportunity, two opportunities, because the piece of content they found you on, and they probably have consumed more than that, but let's just assume they just found one video of yours They now want that free guide of yours. We know they have interacted with, or at least desired two of your free pieces of content. You've already started a relationship with them. Why not then show them what else you have to offer that might be paid? This is a great place to stick your evergreen online course that's always for sale in that email sequence right when they opt in. I am making money every day on both of my businesses but primarily it's because of these email funnels, right? These are primarily new people that are getting sold to. The beautiful thing about selling to new people is one, they're not burned out. They can't be burned out because they've never been on your list before. They haven't been pitched before. This is the first time. And they're not gonna feel like, oh, why is he pitching? Uh, Why is she pitching? Because they just consume some free content. And even if they do go, ah, paid stuff, they cannot argue with you or even be defensive because you just gave to them at least two free things. So all you're doing is offering. You're not shoving anything down their throat. If you sell well, you're just offering, right? The the old English word where we get the word sell from is the word sell on, right? Which means to give, it means to give. So all you're doing is giving them an offer. Hey, so glad you're on my list. You've downloaded my guide, enjoyed some of my content. I want to give you some of my best tips on whatever. Check this out. Check this out. By the way, I have an entire course that goes so much deeper on this topic. I think you're going to love it. Check out what Tony S had to say about it going through the course. Check out with what, what Susie Q had to say about going through the course. Like, all you're doing is opening up your hands and offering something really valuable to them. If you truly believe that your online course or courses are incredible and life-changing and they need them, then why would you withhold them? You should never feel bad about offering your your products if they're good. If they're not good, that's another story. So make a good product. (laughs) But if it's good and it's relevant to what they probably just consumed for your free content, you should be real confident to offer your paid stuff. Now, most people won't buy it. Why, because it's not good? No. Why, because your copy's bad? No. Statistically, that's just the way it is. Most people will just consume the free stuff. I think there is a fallacy. I certainly see this misguided thinking with my students that are so surprised that they can't even, they're like, certainly 50% of my people will buy my course. Where are you getting those numbers? You're just making them up. That's just not how this works, right? I've been in business online for over a decade. The statistics are very, very depressing if you want to just see what percentage of your people actually buy something from you. Again, I've shared these numbers before, but let's just look at the recording revolution alone. On YouTube, over 500,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel, okay? Half a million people have said, oh, I love his channel, this is great, I want, I want more of these videos, okay? My email list is smaller than that. Like It's probably 300,000 people now, and I've deleted 100,000 or more. So that's a smaller group of people. Do you know how many paid customers I have? Last I checked, it was a little over 20,000, maybe 25,000 paid customers, okay? So if you just looked at YouTube subscribers, not even YouTube viewers, but just YouTube subscribers, from half a million to 25,000, 10% of half half a million would be 50,000. I don't even have 10% of those people buying. I have closer to 5%, closer to 5% of anyone that has ever subscribed to the YouTube channel has ever given me any money. That's, That's small. And I think that's actually pretty good. Now, you can make a lot of money off of 5%. You can make a lot of money off of 1%. But you need a big audience, which is why you need lots of content. So my point is, is that your job is to offer it's their job to buy or not. And most people won't buy. But if you have an automated sequence that's always offering to new people that just subscribed, those are the best people to sell to within those first few days of of them joining your list is the best time to sell to them. That's how you make money every day or on the regular without burning out your list. That's the easiest way. So that's my favorite way. You're selling in your new subscriber email sequence. Then what do you do with your email list? Okay, grandma, I've got an email list of 5,000 people or 25,000 people or a hundred thousand people or whatever your email list is. They've already gone on your list. They've already gone through your funnel. They may or may not have purchased your course or courses or whatever. What do you do with those people? And how often do you sell to them? And how do you not sell to them so much that they want to unsubscribe? Well, first we got to say, why are we afraid of them unsubscribing? If they unsubscribe because you sell to them, They're probably not worth having on your email list. You're probably having to pay for them and they're not likely to buy from you. So why worry about it if they unsubscribe? I'm never afraid of people unsubscribing, ever. They should if they don't want my stuff. Saves everybody the trouble. So first of all, don't ever be afraid of people unsubscribing. Two, the key here is to not be one of those sleazy guys or girls that are always, 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 always selling in their emails. So we have to do two things. One, we have to create a culture, and expectation of what your emails are all about. And I think your emails should be primarily about free value, free content. So at the very minimum, what I want you to do with your email list is to email out to them every time your new video or new podcast or new article has gone live out in the world, right? They joined your list, why would you not tell them when your latest free video is up? share it with them, link directly to your site for it, right? Like I have videos on YouTube and the podcast here, but I embed that on my blog and I send my email list to the blog. So they're going to my site and they can see the latest thing and they can watch it and interact with it because my free content is dope. It's awesome. It's helpful. It will help them. Just because they're on my list doesn't mean I should stop sending them my free stuff. Actually, I should send them my free stuff more than anyone else because they've they've signed up to be on my list. That's one of the conveniences of being on my list. They don't have to go back to YouTube. They don't have to be reminded that like, or always be checking or bookmarking my site. Like I can just deliver my content to them. Say, hey, here's the latest thing I'm talking about. Here's my latest piece of content. It's gonna help you do X, Y, and Z, enjoy it. So at the very least you email out your content weekly. If you do multiple pieces of content a week, you can email out each time or you can just email out once and have like a rundown, hey, here are the three things we talked about this week on the the blog or the podcast or on the channel or whatever. You can just highlight one of them, but at least weekly send out an email to your list that's just sharing the free stuff. From time to time, I like to send stuff to my email list that I don't post publicly. A little idea, could be a short email, just like a little thought, a helpful tip. Could be a custom video I shoot and just link to an unlisted YouTube video or a, like a, a video that I embed on a, like a landing page in Kajabi or something. Or I'll, I'll do surveys or I'll do giveaways or just little, little things to my list that I don't post anywhere else. But at the very least, email out once a week your free stuff. So that creates the culture or the expectation of, hey, Graham just sends me free stuff every week. They may not open every email. Statistically, they're not going to. But if they see the subject lines coming through, and they see your consistency, and they realize that, man, Graham's just sending me free stuff every week. That sets the expectation that you still are a value adder in their lives, that you, whether they bought your course in your email funnel when they subscribed or not, you are going to continue to serve them in their inbox every week because you love them and you care about them and you respect them enough to deliver value for free. So you set that expectation And then what I want you to do is have a promotional plan. And depending on how early you are in your journey and how many products you have for sale, I want you to promote to your list at least once a quarter. So that's four times a year. If you have one or two products, let's say, or up to once a month if you have lots of products. So at least once a quarter, promote and sell to your email list. Up to once a month, no more than once a month. Okay. There's no need to, to sell more than once a month. It, it renders your list a little, it renders your promotions ineffective because they sort of cancel each other out and you can kind of burn out your list. So let me give you an example. If you are a newer business owner um, and maybe all you have is one online course. Okay. I'll give you two examples of newer business owners, but let's say you have just launched your first course. That more than likely, if it is a solid, like evergreen style course, it's in your funnel, meaning it's always available for sale, but it's being pitched to new people. That's how you're going to create passive income. So then what do you do throughout the year? Well, you can promote that course to your list. Let's say once a year, once or twice a year, if you really want to, you can just re-promote it. People may have missed those emails. They may haven't been ready to purchase it when they went through your funnel. So you can send it out to everyone who hasn't purchased. Again, you're not going to send it out to people that already have it. Send it out to everyone who hasn't purchased. And you do that once or twice a month. That's one or two of your promotions. You can also run a holiday sale. You could also offer one-on-one coaching. Or you could offer group coaching. Or you can offer an affiliate promotion for some other person's product or other tool that you use or whatever. Those are any things that you could offer. You pick one of those per quarter. So again, if you only had one course that's already in your funnel, probably one of those quarters, I would promote the the whole course to the whole list. The other one, I'd probably do some sort of like one-on-one coaching offering. Actually, I'd probably do that two of the the quarters, honestly, if you don't have any other products. Like open up slots for one-on-one coaching. And then maybe one of those quarters, I would do an affiliate promotion for someone else's product or a tool that you use. Once you have a second course, maybe it's a big flagship course or a membership that you open and close, then what you can do is open and close that big flagship product once or twice a year or that membership twice a year. And then you can do like a holiday sale once and you can do an affiliate promotion or open up coaching once. So there's you just have look at it as four quarters I got four slots. I'm going to run four promotions this year. What do I have to sell? And just map that out. And when you do those promotions, they're generally going to last for a week, right? So you're going to send multiple emails. It's kind of like a launch. And you do that four times a year. Now, if you're on the other end of the spectrum and you have many products, many courses, maybe a membership, maybe a one-on-one coaching, then you can look at promoting something once a month. This is where the recording revolution is, right? I've got a lot of products. I do a lot of collaborations with people now where I'm doing paid webinars and collaborating on courses. I've done affiliate promotions before. Um, so I, uh, me and my team, we promote something once a month. Okay? Like two months ago, we launched a brand new course. It was a collaboration that I did with another guy in the music industry. So we launched that. And then this last month, last month, we uh, opened up a membership that's normally closed, okay? And then uh, this month, we're gonna be doing some kind of collaboration, like a webinar, like there's there's something every month. I'm gonna reopen some of my big courses that are closed throughout the year. I'll probably open them once a year. I'm probably gonna do some one-off, like webinar paid webinars with people, I sometimes do like a a holiday sale or a promotion around Black Friday. It just depends every year. The point is, is once a month, I'm selling something. That's it, that's it. So if you're on my email list for the Recording Revolution, that means three out of the 4.3 weeks in a month, no pitching, no selling, just free content. And that means once a month, you're probably gonna get some promotional emails from me. That's it. Any more than that, I feel like it's too much. But that that model works great when you have lots of products. And you should be selling something every month. You are a business. You've given tons of value at this point for free and in your inbox. So it makes sense to promote. Keep in mind, when you do these promotions, set up your email system so that you're not sending those promotional emails to people who are still going through your funnel, aka the newest people who just joined your list and are going through those pre-written emails because they're already getting a promotion. So you always want to exclude them. For example, in Kajabi, I use Kajabi email for the this brand, the Graham Cochran brand. I have a tag that the moment someone has gone through that new subscriber sequence, they get a tag in the email section of Kajabi called completed new subscriber sequence. So then, when I send out a broadcast email of any kind, I exclude people that don't have that tag. Or I only, one way to say is I only send it to people who have the tag completed new subscriber sequence. That way that email is not going to people who are also getting emails from my automation sequence, right? Very simple to set up. Very, very easy. What this means for you is that you need to plan out your year in advance. No more winging this thing and going, oh crap, I can't pay the bills this month. I need to run a flash sale. Like, the idea of a flash sale to the public, it looks like, oh, they're just running a quick promotion that looks intentional. But we all know behind the scenes that it's you running out of money and saying, crap, I need to make some money real quick. Email, 40% off, whatever. That's not running a business. That's that's pulling the lever of, a, of an ATM, right? That's saying, spit out money, ATM. That's a dangerous power because our email lists are kind of like ATMs. Statistically, if you offer something to your list and it's a good list that you've nurtured, you're going to make money. I don't know how much, but you will make money. But the more you pull that lever and try to get money to come out of your ATM, it's it's going to burn out that list and you're going to abuse the power that you have. And it's going to severely affect your ability to make money from your list in the future. So there is a, da- a dance and a balance. That That's why you need a plan. Okay. We plan out our year in advance. I plan out the Graham Cochran brand a year in advance. I know exactly when I'm going to promote and what I'm going to promote. You should do the same. This just takes 30 minutes every time. Pull up a calendar, look at how many products and things you have to offer and say, am I going to offer quarterly or monthly? Make that decision. And then Fill in the gaps. What am I going to promote this quarter? What am I going to promote this month, depending on your model? Write it down. You can always change it. If you know you're going to build a new product or new course and you're going to launch it the back half of the year, then schedule that in. It's going to provide some accountability for you to, hey, finish that course by October or whenever. But then you also know that's what you're going to promote then. So don't promote something similar the month before or the quarter before. So plan it out in advance. What a concept. Have a promotional calendar. This is good for you because the bigger you get, the more you're going to get inquiries from people that want to have you promote their product as an affiliate, especially if your list is bigger than them. And so they're going to say, hey, I'm running a big promotion, a big launch. I'd love for you to be an affiliate. It's happening next month. If you have a promotional calendar, you can say to them, hey, I'd love to if you think it's a good fit, but I've already got something mapped out for me. So I need a little bit more time um, but if you want to me to do a affiliate promotion with you, I've got some availability in the month of August, let's say, and you can tell them. And it's much more professional to have a calendar to know like, look, I, I'm not going to just do this on a wing and a prayer because I, I want to strategically drip out my promotions quarter by quarter or month by month so that they are balanced and they cover all, all the people in my audience and that they don't uh, take away from each other. And so if you have a plan, you can, you can sort of tell people to like work around your plan and treat it more like a business. It's it's intentionality in a nutshell. So the beautiful thing is, as we wrap up is, your selling is happening in two places. One, it's happening in your funnel. These are new people going through a, a tested, proven, pre-written sequence that you know converts and you know sells. And that's where you want to make the bulk of your revenue. I think. That that's where you're not ever going to burn someone out because they haven't gotten anything from you, and they're statistically most likely to buy, which means you should really have an emphasis on growing your audience, growing your email list, which means content, which means offering your lead magnets. It means growing your brand publicly for free because if I can get people to opt in, I know they're going to be statistically promoted to and have a, I have a chance to, to convert them into a paid customer. So there's that. Avenue of selling. And then the other avenue other avenue is your promotional calendar to your broadcast list. That's everyone who's already on your list. And you just map that out a year in advance so you don't ever feel like you're just pulling the slot machine, pulling the ATM, running those stupid flash sales, unless a promotion is already planned out. And then it's no longer a flash sale in your eyes. It's uh, nine months in the working. I already knew I was going to run this sale, sale, which is very different. And then it'll probably be more effective and you won't be scrambling. See how that works? If you do that dance, there's no way you're gonna burn out your list. Anybody who doesn't like to be pitched to is gonna leave and unsubscribe and they should. Your uh, your list, excuse me, will self-cleanse and that's a good thing. But then you can have the peace of mind knowing I know where and when I sell. In my funnel, and once a month or once a quarter to my list. It becomes very simple. You don't have to feel icky. You don't have to feel stressed, but you do have to promote. You won't make money if you don't offer. You won't make money if you don't promote to your list. So know when and where you're going to promote, have a plan, and then just ride that plan. It really takes the pressure off, and it allows you, the business owner, to actually spend more of your mental space and energy on creating free content, which inherently drives the machine and feeds the beast, which is a beautiful thing. So, as we wrap up, two things from you. One, leave a comment below and let me know, are you already selling in an email funnel? Do you have one created for new people that subscribe to your list? Yes or no? And second, related to that, do you have a promotional calendar? Do you know when you're going to sell and what you're going to sell to your email list? Yes or no? leave a comment below. And like I said at the beginning of this, if you want to dive in deep with my passive income model and see my template for how I like to set up my, my automated email funnel to sell product to people automatically, just join my list, and go to my, my passive income workshop I break it all down there, a good example of one that I've used for many, many years. Uh, it's gonna be really, really helpful to you and give you some ideas of what should be in that email funnel. Again, that workshop is free, Got to join my list to get it though. It's free. You can go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop and check it out. It's about 45, 50 minutes. It's really good stuff if you do it. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just a fun 45 minutes, right? It's really good stuff if you do it. I'm telling you, this is how I've run both of my businesses for over a decade. It works, it only is continuing to grow just try it. Just try it. And then you won't ever have to burn out your list or feel icky when you sell because you have a framework that sells to the right people at the right time and makes everybody happy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Appreciate the support. Appreciate you spending time with me as always. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you on another episode real soon.